Today's episode of The Little Pod That Could is brought to you by Clarity Media. My friend Tyler is an awesome photographer. He uh, can do all of your cool stuff. You can even see his work on his Instagram at Clarity with a K, media, underscore media on Instagram. Um, you also can see his work on my website for Rescued Heroes, which is the other sponsor of the pod. Um, you can check it out. The website is I Love Rescued Heroes with a D dot com. And uh, you can see, if you go to the store, actually, if you see there, you see Toby, my dog, his awesome, handsome face is uh, the, the picture there and uh, all the pictures of him Tyler took. And if you go into the store, the two product, all the product photos were uh, taken by Clarity Media. So yeah, uh, and that'd be great. If you went to that store for a limited time, we're giving all the profits to the dogs. So we're not taking a dime. We're just hooking up rescue and shelter dogs. So go there. We've got two stickers posted. I'm hopefully going to have a couple more coming at the end of the month. Um, so yeah, buy a couple for your friends, for your family. All of the money right now is going to help rescue and shelter dogs, which we will start when we start Hooking up the rescues and shelters, you'll start to see it on our Instagram and Facebook page, um, at Rescued Heroes on Instagram and Rescued Heroes on Facebook. Hey, podcast friends, uh, just wanted to say sorry for the miss last week. We're back, though. Episode 3 was so epic, we had to get one in. Sorry, it's also late. We tried to get it earlier this week, but our schedules did, didn't match. Um, also wanted to give a special shout out. Ulysses want to dedicate the episode to the now late, great Peter Mayhew, who played Chewbacca, died today at the age of 74. Rest in peace, Mr. Mayhew. And, uh, the episode is dedicated to him. So yeah, we're going to break down episode three. We kind of, we do a lot of nitpicking and, but both of us really loved the episode. So anyway, um, again, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the episode, what's wrong with you? Um, But we're going to go over it, and yeah, so here it is. Okay, welcome to Little Pot That Could. We're back. Had a week off. Missed episode two. Not too much went on there. It was mostly build up, but we had to get back on the pod and go over episode three. Probably the most epic. I kind of want to, one thing I do want to talk about before we get, you know, at some point in this podcast is where does this rank in the on-screen battles? So I do, I do want to talk about that at the end. Um, but I brought Ulysses is back in the building, even though his wife doesn't think it's as good. He's back. Dr. <laughs> Thrones is out doing his thing, you know, making the world a safer, healthier place or more medicated, whichever way you look at it. But Dr. Thrones is or is not here. But I, what do, we, do we come up with a nickname for you yet? I don't know, man. Yeah, well, you need one. <laughs> You need one. Oh, I also I need an update on whether you talk to your people about the walk of shame. Yeah, no one Tell said me. anything. No one said anything. Did no they listen anything. to the pod? I don't think anyone wants the shame. Yeah. Did they listen to the pod though? Maybe they didn't know that they haven't heard the idea yet. I think a friend I had a, one friend that did, but I don't know about Dang. the other people. Your people won't even come out for you at all. That one guy listened to it? One guy, man. Man. It's a lot of people to track rough. down. That's rough. I'm just saying I can't believe more people didn't want to hear your podcast debut. I know. That's cool as you. Well, trust me. That, that no one's listening to me either. So, <laughs> you know, we're basically talking to ourselves. Um, okay, so we definitely need to break down episode three. I yeah. can't believe it's already the season's half over. It's kind of insane. I don't know where they're going to go from here. 
I mean, there's one more big battle, obviously. Yep. But uh, episode five. Yeah. Yeah, that's, it's crazy. All right. So anyway, uh, we're going to talk about. I think the episode is called the Battle of Winterfell, right? It is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we're gonna break that down here. We're you know we're just gonna do the same thing we did. Things we liked, things we didn't like, and then I definitely you know just whatever else comes up along the way. But I do want to talk about where this ranks in the uh, on-screen battles. Yeah. So anyway, so let's start with the things that you liked. Uh, do you have something off the top of your head that you liked? Yeah. Right yeah. off the bat, uh, to start off the battle. Um, I know I was wondering all season, where is Melisandre? Like, where is she at? So she rolls in. Okay. I'm like, okay. Um, and then she goes to the Dothraki, puts a little spell on their, what are they, like, swords, axes? What are they? Yeah, they're like sickles. Yeah. And then I don't know where they all light up and fire, and then they yeah. take charge, and you see, like, that drone shot. and Because yeah. it's, it's really dark. It's at night. So then you see... Mm-hmm. You see the the light slowly, like, dimming or, I mean, getting put out. And then slowly yeah. and slowly, slowly, there's less and less. So that whole opening scene, one, Melisandre's a boss. But two, just the... Oh, you like her now? Yeah. <laughs> she burned Stannis' daughter at the stake. I know, I know, I know. I hated her. But she she You've redeemed done herself. Done a one eighty on her. Wow. I, hey, I mean, think about it. There's wow. so many stories of redemption throughout this season. Jamie. Um, I mean, so her redemption was she lit the she lights the swords on fire and you're down. You're like, you know what? Come back in the fold. It doesn't matter that you burned an innocent girl to death. That's cool. I mean, Theon did some terrible swords things. On fire. Theon little two little kids. Yeah, but his story for like he did more. His redemption like. He, you know how many people he killed defending Bran? I mean, I'm just saying, like, Jamie too. Jamie was terrible. Right, but he, he started to redeem himself in the middle of the series. He lost his hand to save Brienne from getting raped. And then Jorah betrayed Daenerys. I mean... And also started to redeem himself. He, he, that was like season two when he hit the wine out of her hand before she drank the poison. And the Hound... Only looking out for himself and not looking out for Arya. I'm just sorry. Also, again, did help out in, in the middle of the series. He was the one that was saved Sansa when that attack was going on in the city. Hey, the point you is, know, they they came around. She came around, and especially when most needed. Okay, what did her efforts do? Well, there's that part. And then lighting up uh, <laughs> the second defense. The second defense, too. Later Which in the also failed. That's not they her bad, though. Mo- no one knew that the walkers are going to start, like, committing suicide to make a bridge for the rest of the walkers. No one saw can that you, coming. Can you commit suicide if you're already dead? I don't know. What, what do you call it's, it, then? I don't know. I don't know. But my here's my thing. You're saying that she redeemed herself, and what she didn't do anything. She lit the swords on fire, which had absolutely zero impact on the battle. And she lit the moats on fire. And that had, I mean, it slowed them down for a second. Hey, you can't you can't discredit the pep talk she gave Arya, though. She gave Arya, Arya this pep talk, and then okay. she went and right. did, and we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. But Valid the most point. epic part of the episode, Arya had a lot to do with, and it's because of, Melisandre. Well, yeah, you don't have to. You don't have to hide it. Like people don't know what happened. I mean, they're we'll, listening we'll, to this and they didn't watch the episode. They're crazy. That's true. We'll, we'll get there. Though. We'll get there. Okay, so I, I don't. I'm, I've been thrown by the fact that you thought she redeemed herself. I am completely. I thought it was cool that she lit the swords on fire only from a cinematic standpoint. That it was a really cool way to see, like the Dothraki are these crazy warriors. And they go out, and you're like, "Oh yeah, you know." And then it's like, oh, "What just happened?" They're some we, we I don't know what happened, but I know they're all gone. That's not something bad is out there in that darkness. Yeah, I mean, they, you know, and if they go ahead. Yeah, well, it's also funny. Like looking back, there's like that one Dothraki dude who they're like, "You people don't know how to fight." Like they're real warriors. They brag on that, mm-hmm. and they they just. What it took a minute for all of them to get destroyed, 
Yeah, they got run over. They really did, you know, though. But I did think the the fire scene was really smart with the swords because I was thinking, you know, like, if that doesn't happen, then they just ride out. You don't even really know what happened. You're like, yeah. uh, they, you know what I mean? So that was, that was really smart. But I am blown away by the fact that you thought she redeemed herself. That is insane to me. Yeah. Okay. What about, what about you? What did you like? Um, I liked all the action. I mean, there was so much going on the entire time. And, you know, I... Gosh, it's it's sucks because I'm going to point out a bunch of stuff that I didn't like. Yeah. But, I mean, I was, like, totally hooked on the episode. I was, you know, no texting. no. You know, I just watched that thing start to finish. Yeah. You know, when the big moment happens with Arya, I cheered out loud. You know I mean? So, like... I was totally into the episode. And I thought it was incredible. Um, but yeah, in retrospect, I'm going to pick a bunch of nits at some things, but um, I did. I liked uh, Arya's when she was just battling with that weapon that Gendry made for her. That was crazy. That was sick. That was super sick. She yeah. was just destroying people. Um, I thought Theon, protecting brand there was really awesome like just i mean he was just wiping people out yeah which is really cool which was at first episode before when they're like okay i'll protect brand i'm like you're gonna have theon or reek however you want to call <laughs> yeah, him right you're gonna have right? him out of all people be yeah the most important person's bodyguard right but then i thought it was cool though because along with the theme of redemption I was like, let's not forget that Theon had his back back in season one when he became a mm-hmm. cripple and he was mm-hmm. out riding the horse in the forest and those random people came and tried to like, I don't know, kill him or steal from him. He came yeah. in and like shot them with the arrow. So that's true. It is cool kind of seeing him. He was always around the Starks looking out for the younger Starks. He basically yeah. was like a stepbrother to them. So well, seeing- that's what. Yeah, that's what John says. He says you're a Greyjoy and a Stark, you know? Mm-hmm. So seeing him defend, you know, his uh, younger younger brother was really cool. Yeah. Um, one thing I, I liked, dragon battles. That was pretty cool. You know, dragons flying around fighting each other. That was pretty cool. It was cool. But do you feel like they should have used more Jakaris? You know? Like... You couldn't have had the dragon fly over you at the same time and take out a lot of those. What are they? What are they? Are they technically walkers? Is that what they're called? Like the skeleton looking ones? I think so. Yeah. Well, well, how about this? How about when they stop for the fire? Why isn't, why aren't they just getting lit up by dragons right then? Exactly. Yeah. No, I know. I was like, uh, they're standing, like you can't shoot arrows at them. Like you're just looking like kill them. Exactly. It would have been a perfect time to just run the row and just light them up i mean it didn't make any sense um one thing about the dragon battle though i will i had a hard time telling who was who and the and bill simmons and his buddy talked about this on their podcast the they they recommended that they should have had different colored uh collars on on the uh dragons because it really was i'm like wait which one's like who's fighting who like who's winning like what's going on right now i was i had a hard time with that Things I disliked um, for sure. The brightness of the episode. Yeah, for sure. There's been a lot of people saying it was too dark. That's we actually been... turned our TV up. We had to bring up the brightness just to really? see. And even even then, it was dark. Yeah, I guess the cinematographer is pissed. He's like, "It's not too dark. I filmed it. I know." And well, yeah, bro. Everyone's saying it's too dark. So, guess what? It's too dark. So yeah, I thought so too. I thought it was. I remember times like, "What the heck is going on?" And I did too. I felt like. When the dragons were fighting, I was like, I don't know who's winning here. I yeah. Mean, I think the good guy's winning, but I have no idea. So, but again, we're getting into things we dislike, which we shouldn't do. One yeah, thing yeah. I did like, and I heard somebody complaining about it, was like, yo, we don't get to see the the White Walkers or the skeletons. And like, they just like roll over. I kind of liked it. Like, I, I did like the fact that you didn't see them. Like, they just kind of rolled over. And it's almost like in horror movies when they don't show you the monster or in alien movies where they don't show you the alien until, like, the very last second and you get, like, a glimpse at the end of the movie. Yeah, that I, was cool. You know, I liked that. I liked that you couldn't really see. It was, like, overwhelming. It felt overwhelming. It definitely It did. just felt like you, it kept coming at you. It's just, like, this never-ending threat, and you still don't really know what it is. 
Exactly. You don't even really know where it's coming from or like how to defend yourself. I mean, it was great. I, I liked that. Yeah. What else did you like? Uh, one of my favorite scenes was, uh, how do you say her name? Is it Lady Mormont? Mormouth? Mormouth? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole uh, scene with her yes. and the giant. Oh my gosh. That so what was... a smart thing too, right? Like the littlest fighter and the biggest, yeah. And it was funny too because, you know, obviously she's a little girl, but she has this huge personality and no one's going right. to tell her otherwise. But she finally like put that into action, right? Not like uh, her uncle, Jorah, was like basically, hey, well, you be careful. She's like, I'm going out and fighting with you guys. Don't you think I'm not right. going to go out there? And, um, you know, we all think, well, she's a little girl. She's really going to do much. But for her to just charge at the giant like that, and yeah. take him out. I thought that was super cool. It was really sad yeah. when she died too. Well, yeah, and that's okay. One of the things I didn't like was I was, and we'll talk about it, but I expected some like more major characters to die. Yeah, which so, we'll I mean, cover. She had we'll, to we'll go. cover our dislikes. Yeah, yeah, yeah she, yeah. she had to go, but yeah, I agree too. It was cool the way uh, that whole thing worked. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um. Let's see what else was there. What else was there? Anything else you liked on there? I feel uh, like I'm just getting to the dislikes. I like, get my head. I right. It was weird though because I loved the episode. Like same. I, mean, I was hundred percent like was. I mean, if you if you were to go through and list the best Game of Thrones episodes, it has to be in the top. Definitely in the top five. Probably in the top, top three. Top three. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I will say... Is it the best, though? Is it the best episode of Game of Thrones ever? I don't know, yeah. I thought I thought for a second because I was so hyped up, but then I started just thinking about it. I don't know anymore. It's definitely top three. Because end of season Ooh. seven yeah. and Battle of, Bas- Battle of the Bastards was crazy. Okay, so Battle of the Bastards is one of the... which. What's the other one? Red Wedding? Uh, no, I'd say the ending... Red Wedding's in top five, but... The season finale of, uh, of season seven, that was one of my favorite ones. A lot happened in that one. Mm, give me something specific that happened there. I mean, the ice dragon, first time he showed up, like mm. that was crazy. Uh, yeah. it, it, is, that, is that the same episode where Cersei like blows everybody up? No, dude, that's like in season five. No, no, no. Six? It's, Maybe it's six. earlier. Maybe it's six. It's earlier. But... Yeah, like the the ice dragon, and I think that's the same episode where they that's they, where they have they, the big battle. Yeah, you're right. That's okay. All right. I don't know if that would be top three for me. I think the red the red wedding was intense, bro. It was so intense. Yeah. I mean, I don't know though. It's tough. It would be that would be an interesting conversation to go back and rank the episodes. Yeah. Um. What were we seeing though? We were going over the other things that we liked. Things that, that we liked. Sidetracked. Yeah. I I liked that the hound sort of froze in the middle of the thing, but then regained what he was really there for. I liked that. They realized he had to help Arya get where she was going. Yeah. It it is funny, I'm like, oh, Fire. No, I don't want to go. Arya's in danger. Okay, I'll do something about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do you have it? Because I feel like our natural conversation is going towards the things we didn't like. Uh, which I, is crazy because, again, I really liked the episode. The, uh, the other thing I really liked was okay for how long of a battle scene it was, it kept me engaged. It didn't get boring. The whole time it was suspenseful. There was, like, new elements to it where it didn't get boring. Yeah, and they they were making their way around Winterfell, right? And every single right. part was very engaging. So I like that, and more specifically, um, I love that they used the dagger from season one where they tried to kill Bran with, mm-hmm. and Arya used that to kill the Night King. That was yeah. that was awesome. Yeah, the dagger itself almost has a story arc, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I thought the battle was, and it is really hard to keep people's like to be that like engaged the entire time, Mm -hmm. you know, that's tough. 
So I did think that was that was impressive that they were able to do that. And yeah. for some reason, that guy, the director, he directed the Battle of the Bastards and this episode. Man, he can really direct fight scenes. Yeah, and he's directing episode five, so I'm stoked about that. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, okay, that is good. Um, Sam, too, that's probably my dislike category. I was a little disappointed in his effort. He ended up running away at one point, like. That was anyway. Sorry, just, pull, just, I'm just pulling a Sam. Yeah, dude, he just took. Yeah, anyway. Uh, yeah. So let's go to dislikes because there's plenty. Which is weird because the episode is so good. But yes, it is. Let's so do good. dislikes. Do you have any off the top of your head? Um, I've got I think one. I already said it, but how dark the episode was. Hated. Yeah, for hated sure. That. For sure. And I've heard lots of feedback, and that's the thing. Like, I mean, I don't care what the cinematographer says. If everyone says it's too dark, then it's too dark. You know, I thought the dragon thing, I didn't really like that. Also, I didn't like the fact that the Night King raises people from the dead and they went to hide in the crypts. Oh, absolutely. I have that down too. Yeah, like, what are you doing? Like, hello? <laughs> Guess what? There's a bunch of dead bodies down there. Just FYI. You know? It's a terrible uh, move. I whoever, yeah, right? Whoever planned this battle, like, not the best battle plan, not the best, like, safe house plan. Yeah, that's the other thing. Like they they put the Dothraki and the Unsullied outside the castle, and they were like, "Hey, go fight those guys." Like, wait, what? This whole point of having the castle is like to defend, you know. And like, anyway, I didn't like that. I thought the battle plan was lacking. Like we said, they light the moats on fire. The other army is basically standing there, just standing, and they don't even attack them. Yeah. And where was like uh. When the humans are attacking the castles, they have, like, the oil and the fire and all this stuff they're dropping down from the walls. Like, why did they not have any of that stuff for the walkers? Exactly. Like, they were making those barrels of oil. Remember in Braun, they were, he was like, how many do you have? He's like, 500. He's like, 500 more. And they were battling an army. Like, these guys, when you burn them, they die. I'm like, why would they not have all everything flammable? You know what I mean? Yeah. That was just poor planning. Yeah, right? The whole thing was poor planning. So I didn't understand that. Yeah. Um, Do you have have other things? I have a big dislike. Actually, shoot. I do want to say one thing I did like. I liked that Arya killed the Night King. Me too. I liked that it wasn't Daenerys or... um, John. Oh, my. Or John. But I'd say... My favorite or one of my favorite scenes. So just to add to the likes. Yeah. So the the scene where John falls off the dragon, starts charging at the Night King, and all of us mm-hmm. are going, okay, it's about to go down. We've been waiting for yes. a one-on-one between them, which yes. it didn't happen, which that was right. a little disappointing. Yes. But they made, they made up for it with him just pulling a season. Is that season four where we saw that or season five? He just starts raising his uh, his hands, mm-hmm. and then you see all the dead bodies around him come to life. Yeah, that was that was epic. Okay, so this now I, I said something I liked. Now let me give you two things I didn't like, and I want to talk about both of them. One, Bran, and I'll explain that. And okay. two, the Night King. So we'll start with Bran. Start with Here's the Night my King. Thing with, you want me to start with the Night King? Yeah, I mean, we're already talking okay. about the Night King. So start, start All right, with the I'll start, about the, start with the Night King. Okay, so here's my thing. This dude is supposed to be, like, super villain on the level of whatever. The best super villain in the whole universe, Her, him and Cersei. Okay, what is his power? Like, he can raise people from the dead. All right, but can he fight? I mean, he can throw. he can throw a spear. We know that much. He can throw an ice javelin like a thousand yards without even looking like it was any effort at all. And then kill a dragon. So we have a hint that this dude is like a crazy fighter. Mm-hmm. But did he even pull his sword out of the sheath in this episode? Oh. No. He reached for it and then Arya stabbed him in his gut. But like we didn't even see him fight. I wanted to see him like get in some serious hand-to-hand combat, and I felt like he should have taken out a main character. He should have. Like, like if that dude gets into a battle with Tormund and then just 
cuts Tormund's head off, you're like even more pissed at him. So when Arya stabs him and that payoff happens, it's like even sweeter mm-hmm. because he just killed this character that you really like. But we didn't even see him or his freaking long-haired, long-beard dudes. They didn't do anything either. <laughs> They're just standing around. That They that, literally just stood around. That really annoyed me. So I get Arya as a skilled warrior, and she's been – or assassin. She's been training for this, like, since what, since she moved over there to uh, Bravo. Was it Bravos? Yep. Yeah. So, but the fact that she got past all these uh, White Walker dudes that are behind the Night King. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, there she is. Like I see other people have been saying that too. Like, oh, I didn't like I kind of liked that. Like, that's what she's been training for. She's been training to be an assassin. Like a stealthy, sh- you know, I mean, the only thing that would have been better is if she had a, had a White Walker face on. Like one of those dudes that she did <laughs> take it off and stabbed him. But... I mean, I didn't mind it. I was like, well, yeah, that's her whole thing. She's a stealthy assassin now. Like, that's what she's going to do. She's going to sneak up on you. I just didn't like the fact that he's supposed to be this badass and we didn't even see him fight. Like, he literally didn't fight at all. Yeah. That was really disappointing. I wanted to see at least one person be killed by the Night King or a one-on-one. And that's what I'm saying. I think it would have made the hit the Night King dying sweeter if he had have killed somebody. You know? Yeah. So I didn't like that. Do you have anything else to say on that? About the Night King, no. I do have okay. thoughts on Bran. Okay, good. Do you want to go first? Yeah. Um, hit me. Bran, I, I don't get it. He's like... I have to go now. Wargs, you see Ravens for a sec, and then he's like out the whole episode. Right. Where did you go? Right. My friend, my friend Landon said, he's like, "What was Brand doing? He like slept the whole episode." No, <laughs> it's I, like, I, right? I saw, I saw, I saw a meme and I was dying because it was the picture of Brand, and then he's like, "I don't care what you guys call it, warging or, or whatever you want to call it." I know a dude napping when I see one. Yeah, right? And that's what I'm saying. Like, he gets the he gets in the Ravens. I'm like, all right, cool. All right. Let's do some damage with some birds. And then what did they do? Nothing. It was pointless. That was a pointless scene. It made no sense. And I keep... I, it made so much no sense that I'm like, is this going to pay off, like, in two episodes? Like, is are we going to see that he actually did something in that bat? Like, that was so stupid. It was, it was very dumb. And, like, okay, so he's sleeping the whole time, and then he comes back right before the Night King shows up, and he's like, you're a good man, Theon. Like, okay. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Like, thanks, dude. You know, like, it was just weird. And then, and then I also didn't like that Theon, like, okay, he's got no more arrows. He's got, you know. But his idea was to, like, let me just charge the Night King. <laughs> the Night King. And like, the Night King just barely just shrugs him off his shoulder. Just yeah, doesn't like, even need to ha- dodge him, really. I'm like, obviously, Theon was highly involved in the planning of this attack because it made no sense either. Like, I'll just run at you with my spear. Like, what are you doing, dude? Like, you got to have some kind of better plan to come at that guy. Yeah. You know, not that he fights anybody. He's going to leave his sword in his freaking holder there, but still, like, I don't know. I didn't like that either. See, look at me. Now I'm just just trashing the episode. Just even though hating on the episode. But Bran was like that, and I keep thinking, well, somehow his character is going to do something and it's going to mean something. Like, but there's three episodes left. Also, Bran being there in the first place, if we know... If Bran knows, hey, he's coming for me. Like, get the get Bran out of there, because now you just all these troops die. Yeah. Could they not like take? I guess he's on a wheelchair. Could they not like put an on ramp on a dragon and flying somewhere else? Well, yeah, but that's the whole point. They have to draw the Night King in. They're using him as bait. 
I mean, they could have done like what they do with the president, where they have like body doubles and stuff, and put right. a brand lookalike <laughs> in the chair. But he probably would have known because I don't know, like he can see him when they like when they wargs, right? Yeah, he's got GPS tracking inside yeah. him, so yeah, so he probably would have known it was a stunt double. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. There's a lot. There's a lot of things that didn't make sense in the episode from a strategic standpoint. Yeah. But I was disappointed, definitely. I mean, I'd say the things I was most disappointed in were the darkness of the episode, the Night King not fighting anybody. Because think about it, dude. If the Night King killed Brienne of Tarth or Tormund or, like, one of the main characters that I thought should die, not, I'm saying, but I thought they should have, like, a main character die. If they had, if he had done that, when he dies, it would have made it even, like, better. I'm like, yeah, dude, get you. You know? Yeah, I mean, are you satisfied with how early the Night King died in the season? Mm, I, I thought the I mean, way he died was cool, but did it belong in episode three of a six-episode season? Well, because now, yeah, I mean, because that, that's the one threat they had to get rid of, and now they have to deal with Cersei. But I feel like that's child's play now. Cersei, like... thousand troops. I get that, but I mean, if you defeat an ice dragon and the Night King, I mean, I feel even if she has twenty thousand troops, it's just like well, and a big we... bolt to shoot at dragons. Oh yeah, she has the that fire stuff too, the the green yeah, stuff. Dude. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, no, there's still there's still trouble. There's still issues brewing. Now, here is what I really thought would have made this better. Let me. Let me throw this story change at you that I think would have been in line with Game of Thrones and I think would have been awesome. Okay, so um, Daenerys is riding the dragon around, right? And she's for some reason, lands it so that a bunch of the dead can start stabbing her dragon. But she ends up, like, away from her dragon all by herself, and Jorah comes to save her. But when she fell and was initially by herself, I was like, Oh my gosh, they're gonna kill Daenerys. This is gonna be awesome. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like because that would have done what I wanted. It would have killed one of the main characters. It would have been totally out of left field. No one would have seen that coming. Mm-hmm. Like if if she falls off the the dragon and gets killed by like I think you could have done the same thing. Like let Jorah you know die in defending her. Go down on his you know on his sword just battling for her. And then she dies. Like, that would have been like, oh, my God. You know what I mean? Because unless she's going to become a villain like everyone's saying, like, her st- what's her story arc? She's going to marry yeah. John and be the queen while he's the king? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's kind of weird. I think the story would have made way more sense if they had killed Daenerys right there. And everyone, you know, because after the episode, what was everyone talking about? Arya killing the Night King. Yeah, but if you off Daenerys in there, I mean, that's probably what people are talking about. I mean, I think both in, me and you, the common theme of something we really disliked is that no main characters died. Right. Like I get Jorah has been with us since like season one. Yeah. But he wasn't a main character, to be honest. Right. We're talking Sansa, Arya, John, Daenerys. You know what I mean? It's yeah. gotta be one of Even those. Even like a Brienne of Tarth. Right, right. Jamie. Yeah, exactly. I for yeah. sure thought Brienne was dead. Like, okay, like the battle starts, you see her struggling. I'm like, they're gonna kill her off here, but nope, she survived. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. But I just thought I thought I was like so excited when that happens, oh my gosh, they're gonna kill Daenerys. I didn't see this coming. This is such a sick, like, I was like, the writing of this is so smart. Like, oh, my God. And then she lived. And I was like, oh. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. So, I don't know. Again, we're nitpicking because the episode was awesome. But, like, those are, are there other things that you didn't like? That's it. That's pretty much it for me. Um, I think that's it. I mean, I just wrote down here. I didn't even read it, but I saw something online. I guess George R. Martin, like, hated it. Oh, really? Yeah. So, I'll have to read more on that. I don't know. I I didn't read any specifics, but... Well, supposedly he was upset that the season's ending anyway. He thought there should be more episodes, and I guess they were going to... He... They originally... The writers wanted to originally 
shut it down after season seven. Like they wanted to like write the ending in there and he convinced them to do uh, the eighth season. And then initially they had more episodes and they just kept scaling it back. So yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Anything else on the dislikes? No. Okay. So the only other thing I really had to talk about was where this ranks as far as on-screen battles. And I'm saying, like, movies and TV. I It's up there. I mean, especially, I thought the cinematography is amazing. Mm-hmm. It made mm-hmm. the, the Battle of Bastards look like child's play. Mm-hmm. It, even with the darkness of the episode, there was so much mystery to it where there was a lot of unknowns. Yeah. A lot of suspension. But even at the end, that final scene where it just kind of like faded straight into they brought up the the like soundtrack and they brought in mm-hmm. this like super epic, like very emotional track. And you see mm-hmm. the scene with Sansa and Tyrion, which was awesome. And you mm-hmm. for a second, I thought they were about to like commit suicide or something or they like Tyrion mm-hmm. was about to go run at these things and like be killed. Sure. Which also would have been epic. To, yes, you know, kill off like a main character like that. I was like, oh, yes, this is huge. Like they're basically crying. Mm-hmm. But regardless, and then how it faded to like Melisandre going out uh, mm-hmm. into nowhere and basically dying, mm-hmm. and the Night King, and then everything just slows down for that scene. Just all the effects, all the the camera angles, the music. I thought it was amazing. It definitely made me like it gave me the feels. Okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, I thought like, I mean, I was right afterwards. I was like, man, where does that rank? I mean, I was like, whew, I, it. It's up there I, with uh, Lord of the Rings. See, I think it was better than Lord of the Rings. Really? The battle is longer and there's more, there's way more characters, you know, yeah. that you care about. You know, I mean, in, in Lord of the Rings, it's pretty, you know, there's never like one at least that I can, man, it's been so long as I've seen those movies, but I don't remember like a battle where all of the main characters together, it's usually either like Sam and Bill, Sam and Frodo or, you know, Aragorn, uh, Legolas and Gimli, you know, it's like this one, everybody was together. It was like the last stand. Everybody was fighting or in the crypts. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, if you look at like the length of the battle, I mean, it was, I think it was probably longer than the battle of Helm's Deep. Yeah, which was like the major battle in Lord of the Rings. You know, I was thinking, because I was trying to rank in my head. I was like, okay, I thought I thought some of the the battle scenes in John Wick were incredible, Ooh, and yeah. like they were they were super innovative. You know, because I don't think you you should limit it to only like you know sword fight medieval type battles like Lord yeah. of the Rings and this. I thought about Braveheart too. Braveheart, you know, Braveheart, three hundred gladiator. Yeah, 300 are in there. And honestly, I was like, man, I just think, like, from a, from a storytelling standpoint, storytelling plus action, I don't think that this, I don't think there's anything better than this. The Battle of the Bastards is probably, honestly, up in that. You know, yeah, the, definitely. If you were to rank the top 10, it's probably in there. But I really did, I mean, I was like, I don't know that you could make a case that any other on-screen battle is better than this. Also, without getting sidetracked, have you seen Endgame? Yeah, I saw it. Okay, because that battle was pretty epic too. So I'll say yeah. about that. I, I'm just I'm tired of superhero movies. I just uh, am. I was out. I mean, I thought it was all right, but I, like, mm. I don't know. Anyways, yeah. uh, I I it's up there. I don't, I'm gonna watch it one more time, and I think mm-hmm. then without having all the surprise elements and just being mm-hmm. able to more be more more analytical about the episode yeah i might come to the conclusion that that's like the best battle scene i've ever seen on tv because i think it comes down to the length of it to keep someone entertained and this is not me it's you it's a bunch of my friends saying Mm -hmm. i was on my toes the whole time i'm not even saying the best battle on tv i'm saying i think it might be the best battle scene ever like on screen really like movies or tv and I, i mean if it's like that meme where I think this is the best battle scene ever. Changed my mind. Like yeah. I mean, I don't know. 
what else you could say like oh this one's better like what's the argument like i don't know i think you can make a strong case that this is the best battle ever on in 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 cinema history yeah i mean it's it was crazy and we trashed it for like half an hour yeah <laughs> but i mean yeah it was incredible it was incredible so yeah so that's my thing there is an epic battle in cobra kai uh, it's not quite as epic as this, but there was an epic battle at the end of season two. Or did you watch um, the Karate Kid back in the day? I did. I don't remember it very well. Mm. Your loss. Yeah, I know. I just, I just watched the second season. It is really good, and I do want to. I'm gonna try and find somebody to do a podcast with me about that. But um, <laughs> there's a, there's a battle scene in there. It's not in the top ten. It's definitely not in the top ten. But. Yeah, it's worth mentioning because I I did just watch it. There's an epic battle scene in season two there, but uh, yeah, dude. I mean, I really do. I was like thinking, and you know, you don't want it to be the recency bias where you're like, well, I just saw it, so I think it's the best. But I started thinking, like, man, like, I mean, because I would t- if we look at Endgame, that battle I felt like it was too long. I was like, it's like basically the last hour of that movie. I'm like, okay, and I just wasn't like I didn't have the same. I wasn't emotionally invested in that you know you were probably crying in some parts of that which i don't want to spoil but um i yeah i wasn't i I don't know i thought it was good but because i watched the two like pretty much back to back yeah a couple days apart but i was like yeah the game of thrones battle was just superior yeah and i didn't have any like i don't know like i was emotionally invested in game of thrones i was like super into it like I mean, I was not interested in Endgame at all. Yeah. I, just, I mean, it was like, it was good. But I mean, it's like, what, how many, how many times can we tell this same story over and over again? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, I don't know. Yeah. It just wasn't huge. Uh, yeah. I think I'm just burnt out on superhero movies. It's like literally the same story every time. Um, what was I going to say? Okay, yes. Um, do you think they're completely done with the Night King, or do you think he'll make his way back at all? Because the thing I disliked a lot was that, yeah. okay, so who is the Night King? Like, what what are his intentions? Like, can we have some closure? I know he's dead, but can we have a little bit more background on him? Because all we had was, like, the children of the forest and all that. But I felt like we yeah. were going to get some answers to, like, okay, why does he want to destroy Bran or the, the memories of mankind so much? Yeah, I heard it was because he didn't really want to be created. Like, they they created him. He didn't want to be created. And so since he was miserable, he wanted to, like... But So I've heard a couple different conflicting things. One is that uh, the majority of the prequel series that HBO was investing in was going to do a lot of the background of the Night King. Yeah. Um, but I also heard that, that that series, that HBO had canceled it. Oh, really? Yeah. So I don't know. I heard that a couple days ago, but then I just saw some stuff online talking about how the prequel was going to go heavy into the history of the Night King. So I don't know. I mean... I don't really know what's going on, and I didn't do enough research on it because really I just wanted to talk about episode three. But um, yeah, I don't know, and yeah. that's something maybe I'll look for next time I do a pod. Next time we do a podcast, whoever it is, with me. But uh, yeah, I do think it, it it's worth looking into because I would I would like to know that story too. Yeah, and I and there's a lot of like talk of like fan theories of oh well. They're actually going to tie the Night King back in. I don't think so. There's not enough episodes to throw a huge twist like that. Because some people are saying, oh, well, how did the Night King turn Crestor's children into White Walkers? He touched them. Mm -hmm. Well, he clearly touched Bran, and he said that. So does that mean that Bran is part White Walker or is, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't know, somehow connection to the Night King? (laughs) He also touched Arya where he choked her. He'd be a white roller, but, um, (laughs) yeah. So, Uh, but I feel like that would be too complicated to try and tie that back in. Well, and there's, yeah, there's still two major things that need to happen. The battle with Cersei. Yeah. And this, this power, I don't know if it's a power struggle, but 
between John and Daenerys for who's the rightful heir to the throne. I mean, that there's still a lot. And if, you know, if it's even those two, I mean, what if it, I mean, there's this big movement now that's going to be Arya and Gendry and all that. Yeah. Which, if you listen to the podcast two weeks ago, someone did say Dark Horse. Yeah. Gendry and Arya. Yeah. But, um, you know, I mean, that's, that that decision of who's going to end up being on the throne, plus that battle is, I mean, that's, a, in three episodes, you're going to cover all that? Here's what and I wrap know. up any other stories? Here's what I want to know. You remember my theory in our last episode about Targaryens? Um, yeah, yeah. The Night King wasn't burnt by fire in that battle. Right, yeah. What does that mean? Like, I felt like they did that for a reason, right? And then the smirk and everything. Yeah. So why why can all the other walkers be affected by fire but not, not the Night King? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he is a Targaryen, but I don't think it matters now. Because... Right? Because I'm like, even then, like, I was like, as I was watching that, I was like, oh my gosh, what if that's like Daenerys' dad, or what if he's a Targaryen? But then they killed uh-huh. him, and I'm like, it would be too complicated to bring. I I thought for a second, and I was kind of fighting for it because I was like, no, this is my theory. Like, I feel like he could be, uh, he could be a Targaryen, and then some friends are like, I just don't see them fitting that into the story like there's not enough episodes left yeah and i mean the episodes i think there's one more that's like 80 minutes is like about as long as this last one it's probably the next battle get shorter. Five one. it's like yeah it's like 70 and you know what i mean like the other five. two the other uh, two aren't that long they're one's like 76 and the other one's like a, like closer to an hour yeah so i mean there's no way there's no way they have enough time to do something like that yeah So, okay. Yeah, so I don't. I don't know. But go ahead. Can I throw an impromptu category for us to yeah, answer? Do it. Do it. I'm, I'm thinking about this. So, because I know how in some past season recaps, you guys covered saddest moment of the season. Okay. Let's go saddest deaths because I feel like Jorah dying and like, um, and Daenerys' reaction was like super like sad. It was a sad moment very emotional moment where she's like holding him and like bawling her eyes out yeah so we had to have that death um mm-hmm. jamie holding his daughter when he went to go rescue her and then she was poisoned oh you're going for the series and well so far death so far right okay yeah uh, john and his actual wife what, what's her name yeah egret egret yeah you know nothing mm-hmm. john snow that whole mm-hmm. scene where he's holding her and she she died or Daenerys with uh Khal Drogo and when okay, he passes wait. away but you're leaving out the winner no i i'm i'm saying like let's let's think about this cuz i feel like all those yeah i already have it i already know it's none of those none of those you think there's one more sad than those hello can I take you back to first of all, wait a minute. You're not even mentioning the red wedding where they'd stab Rob's pregnant wife in the stomach. I guess I'm thinking her. I'm thinking more of like saddest deaths in the show, like in the arms of a loved one. Okay, I guess that, yeah. that's what well, I was I have, picturing in my head. I have one that's worse. Throw 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 it out there. Ned Stark. Oh yeah. Getting no, his head that... chopped off in front of his two daughters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, that, that, that's that, the winner. That, that one wins. That one wins. That's that, the winner. Can't forget about season one. The, and and for the president of the show, like people are like, wait a minute, you know, I saw James Corden has a funny uh, YouTube video where he makes one of his writers who hadn't seen Game of Thrones. It was right before the new season started. He made him watch the whole series in one sitting. Yeah. So it took him like three days or whatever. Oh my gosh. But he was, you know, after when Ned Stark dies in the first season, he's like, I don't know if I want to keep watching this show if they're down to just off the main characters like that. And, you know, and I remember, like, I got into the show late, but that was one of the things I remember people talking about was that they were, you know, you never knew who was going to die. Yeah. You know, and so that set a huge precedent when Ned died. That was a huge, you know, like they wanted to. They let you know, like, no one is safe. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I think that's definitely the saddest death. Especially because yeah. he was such an honorable man. Yeah, he was my favorite character, and I got too attached. Of course he was. That's, but, you know, 
That's what I thought when you, and you said, you said John and then his, you know, his real wife. I thought you said, John, you were going to jokingly say Joffrey's death. I was like, wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> that was not sad. That might be the half. If we went happiest deaths, you'd have to go between him and Ramsey. Yeah. I think. Or and Baelish. That'd be an interesting. That's what we should do is who's the happiest death. Who well, let's most... wait till Cersei dies. <laughs> yeah. True. True. <laughs> <laughs> she definitely needs to be in there. Oh, that's funny. But, yeah, I mean, I think – you know, those are some good. You, you know, you 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 filled out the category in impromptu version, but I mean, I just don't think you can you can't overlook Ned Stark's death. Yeah, that's true. But the Jorah thing was, and honestly, you didn't mention. I thought Theon's death was, you know, I mean, that was pretty sad. Eh. Hey, eh. Yeah. Just eh. I'll see him as Reek for the rest of my life, not Theon. <laughs> <laughs> that's the why that's what makes it so sad. That dude battled back from being reek. <laughs> that dude battled back from his sister came to let him out of the cage and he closed the door back on her. Like, leave me in here. I'm good. I'm good sleeping next to the dogs. We're we're all right here. Oh man, what a heart that was That was like a Cersei sound right there. That's some she that was her reaction. Man, heartless. All right, is there anything else? That was a pretty good review for no no notes. No, I mean that was totally. I was firing off the hip right there myself. But uh, yeah, do you have anything else? Oh man, my final dislike. You want to talk about my okay, final yeah. dislike? Hit me. I was really hoping because you brought up Ned Stark right now that I'd see Ned Stark make an appearance as a dead. As a, right, like as that's a what we keep talking about. Yeah. Headless Ned Stark. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. That would have been sick. Yeah, I did hear rumors that they that people were talking about before the episode that there was going to be uh, a Walker Baelish coming back. Oh really? Yeah, but I didn't see that. So, so yeah. Anyway, all right. Anything else? That's all I got. Okay, that was good. That was good. <laughs>